Welcome to the Software People Stories. I'm Shiv. I'm Chitra. And I'm Gaiti. We bring you interesting untold stories of people associated with the creation or consumption of software-based solutions. You'll hear stories of what worked and sometimes what didn't. You will also hear very personal experiences and insights that would trigger your thoughts and inspire you to do even greater things. very interesting conversation with mohan panchapikesan who's the ceo of medexpert and agilehealth.in we are covering very topics of social impact digital divide and in his own words how as a software engineer and a product engineer you can actually change the world so if this is being run how to efficiently run because you have been brought up in this service industry monster right so let us improve probably i think you can still be outside of the system but i think uh, that gives you peripheral view of okay how to the basically if you are in the system you may not know that you may know all the problems you may not solve them but if you are just just outside that system you may be aware of the problems they are talking and you may find a better mechanism to track them and close listen on hi mohan Welcome to the Software People Stories today. Hi, Kaidi. It is a pleasure being invited here. I I see that you have done a lot of interviews out here, and I am excited that I am being part of this one. Uh, let's go ahead and. Excellent, Mohan. Uh, it's an honor for us that you are here. Can you introduce yourself for our listeners? Yeah, uh, my name is Mohan Mohan Panchapakesan. In short, Mohan only. I did my engineering in Anna University, Chennai, way back in '91. I am a '91 pass out actually. um and then i did my uh, masters from iit gorakhpur and then i joined a company called aras software in kolkata that's where the whole uh, it journey started that was at, at, uh, in 1995 it was a very everybody was joining it industry at that time but you don't get to get placed basically there were like if you want to join infosys i think in our college when we did that i think 300 people wrote the exam i think they recruited six people Uh, so from 300 uh, first cut i think we became the 20 people qualified and from 20 people they qualified they qualified six people for wow. the uh, so it was the cutting was very big and they were also thinking that quality matters more at that point in time now uh, i think as anything happens it's cyclical and now the quality matters again right now in larger quantities right now that's what happened born brought up in trichy actually so i did my schooling in era school there in trichy so till 12 i was there then we moved i moved to chennai so i have been independent from the families from that point out what so i am more of a self made person is what i call myself but i think everybody is a self made person either way until then i am i am a small city boy only right so uh, you have your own limitations out there you don't know a lot of stuff and you learn a lot of stuff when you come back so that's a brief capsule as we as we talk i think i'll i'll touch some of the other parts of my life also right thank you mohan and uh, one of the biggest introduction you missed you are a ceo of med expert a solutions today <laughs> and you are also uh, you know as an innovator uh, at large so you've given so many awards so i want to uh, how does it feel to you've reached a point where oh, i want to i want to bring that as a part of the conversation i don't want to jump into so i am a developer <laughs> as an introduction uh, at my heart i am a i am a small town boy and a 
and a developer who joined the industry. That's what I am feeling nowadays. Otherwise, um, uh, if you feel that you are a CEO, you are the top of the world, and you lose that um, uh, inquisitiveness to probe things and other stuff. So. I, I was just trying to introduce as we move forward with the conversation. So currently, as I um, am the CEO of MedExpert Software Solutions, and we cater to healthcare industry in general and hospitals in particular, actually. So we make them run their hospitals, run their business efficiently. And um, that's the whole goal. And provide in, in India, I think uh, the modernization of uh, or the adoption of technology in hospitals is a little bit of uh, not at the at par are not enforced in legally also. So they do have a lot of paper pencil work going out there also. So digitizing them to uh, uh, the current trend is also one part of it. And then uh, providing a reasonably quality product along with a reasonable price is my goal and provide as a software as a service on the cloud is what we do actually. And but there are a lot of other things we do also. It's only uh, there is a, a staple start of business which is just selling a software to the hospital. But in general, upgrading the, the healthcare industry also, moving it to the, they have uh, a standards here, healthcare 4.0 and all where a uh, lot of things are happening in terms of uh, adoption of technology in all spheres of the, uh, the healthcare industry itself. To put something in there to make sure that we are, for example, there are a lot of uh, ecosystem players out there. Insurance is a great player out there. And then you have... Uh, uh, patients and customers at large, and then you have pharmacy chains, you have the equipment labs and other stuffs also. So there is a there's a, a whole lot of eco chain which is out there that needs to be uh, enabled, interacting seamlessly. So those are some of the things we do also. So it's just uh, not just managing the hospital is one part of it basically. And we are involved in some of those things also. And as we... Fantastic, uh, Mohan. Couple of questions that are running in my mind. First is you call yourself, you know, continuously curious, right? And uh, having that imbibed in your mind, saying that how could you be inquisitive, curious, and what you, in what you do? How did you build that character in you? Oh, very, very uh, simple. I think when I joined the industry in '95. So I'm not a native uh, computer science student. At that point in time, I think some kind of talent, uh, some analytical skills, they put some tests and then they recruit you basically. When you go there into an industry where you have zero knowledge, so automatically uh, there are guys who have come out with uh, background and uh, uh, knowledge. So now you have you are you have been thrown into a pool with charts out there and you just have to swim your way out basically. So. Uh, essentially, it is a necessity that makes you uh, inquisitive. So obviously, if you don't know even a computer architecture, what is a motherboard, what is an I.O. device, you don't know anything, what is a CPU. Now uh, you are into using that part of that uh, this thing. So you need to know so a lot of people, the curiosity comes by, you are forced to use something and you don't know about that, right? So essentially, you get used to uh, understanding, hey, uh, first, what is that I'm trying to use? So they, they threw me, I'm a mainframe programmer to start with, basically. Okay. okay. So, uh, so uh, and, and that thing, at that point in time, it, it, it's a 64 GB RAM. Now 64 GB RAM comes in my uh, mobile right now, or like probably more than that also in some other cases. So, so at that point, you don't know what it is. And, it, it's a, it is. and it's a monster. And if you go see, it will occupy one single room itself. And there are multiple towers standing out there. 
and it requires maintenance all those things so essentially you understand when you started uh, this career i think i was probably complete novice in terms of infrastructure complete novice in terms of development cycles uh, and everybody is also learning so there is a there is a good bunch of people you who you are related to are also learning a business software at that point in time so that gave uh, essentially a lot of input into how you think and how you how you become curious so when we joined that company rs software it's a good company actually um, i think uh, they had a captive client morgan uh, stanley or something like that and they were starting uh, doing a state project for us also i think it was a, a group insurance plan they were having it in a, a flat file database but they okay. wanted to convert it into a rdbms and it was a craze at that point in time to move from uh, a key sequential data sets to a, a rdbms at that time so essentially now uh, you know how the data get organized and <laughs> because if you don't know you can't attack the problem that is thrown at you they don't care uh, whether you are you joined a company today or not some task is given to you to get completed you go find out your own channels for acquiring the knowledge right and that makes you automatically you tend to and not now the google is not there right google people make the google and then books make a google so cj date is uh, you have a, i think introduction db to some db to concepts by cj date i bought okay. that book so because like you have to get introduced what is an rdbms how we talking about you don't know the inverted binary trees at that point in time you have uh, and uh, how the paging work 4k page in page out all those you will never know because how the large volume of data is handled so automatically you become curious by <clears throat> by being thrown into a unknown uh, system so i will not call myself a naturally curious person but i think when you are put in a situation where you don't have a clue you will automatically become curious is what i am thinking gayatri <laughs> put uh, mohan in fact uh, some of the things that i also listen to you is sometimes when you look at it from a big beginner's mindset even after years of being experienced if you use that beginner's mindset and say stay curious right you constantly say okay why is this working like this and why not something else right i think how I, might i think be, that, that, that makes... is 50% of it gayatri uh, normally the situations come around in such a way that you are thrown into a situation where you are not familiar so you are really curious or not but you allow yourself to be in situations where you are not familiar with automatically you will become curious for example the the project i am trying to do right now in that i think i never knew that i think there's a there's something called serverless architecture so i didn't know that i think okay. but it is very <laughs> very common in the cloud saas world it Lambda seems and everything uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm i am actually running a, a little bit of a saas company my hospital management system runs on cloud so i run a, a saas company and suddenly i see that what is this so uh, people are talking about aws lambda kubernetes dockerization all kinds of stuff there's something behind that uh, behind that part of how do we get to know that and you and i have to execute a project in that basically so essentially as i told you 50% is basically what uh, uh, you are naturally curious <laughs> 50% of the times you get thrown situation. into a situation where you have to <laughs> situation drives you to uh, be curious and i would probably yeah. call myself a situation driven <laughs> curiosity guy gayatri uh, lovely um, mohan i think uh, it's amazing where uh, whenever you are run into a situation you, you see there are, i recent, i i read about uh, carol dweck's book talks about growth mindset mm. and fixed mindset 
right whenever a situation gets thrown at you if you say okay i am here to learn and if you look at it like that rather than saying okay no no what if i fail if we let that in our mind right that becomes harder so yeah very 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 valid point you brought up on the growth mindset and fixed mindset uh, see these type of things we don't even know as a brought up right like the culture we were brought up we don't know that i think there is something called a growth mindset or a fixed mind but the terms right now do they make sense i think it makes sense because being at the at, at, at a position where i am right now running a company i know that yeah there is there is a point to what is what people are talking about there is something called i know the uh, uh, i know that i just get the um, yeah, gist of what a growth mindset is but you only know it as a word but when you sit at the position where i am i understand the road they hey, okay what these guys are talking is making uh, much sense right now meaning uh, if i don't have a growth mindset i can live with okay something happens on its own so what so the what do i do uh, that part if it is not ignited in you then uh, you will be stuck in that whether it be it's a normal growth mindset or not but I, how do i make myself fit into the, uh, the 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 open challenges out there and if you start thinking like that automatically the growth mindset sits, comes sits in you and then you can appreciate these concepts that have been in the books so it yeah. is no more a bookish knowledge you know like i think that so that is the only advantage i got by running a company right now maybe i think before we started the conversation we brought up uh, satya who is a friend mutual friend you told yeah. the, the the entrepreneurial spirit is like getting kindled by that i am just running to go uh, meet that need basically so i think somehow uh, the the more responsibility you take in terms of position basically uh, either in corporate or uh, outside i think uh, that uh, drives you yeah, automatically you will get the growth mindset and that's the need also right i think when i cannot sit in the same position i think when i when i was in uh, a school i was in a, i think uh, uh, it's a multi tenanted architecture where you live multi tenants live in the same uh, set of house or something like that so it's a multi tenanted architecture at that time but now uh, the growth mindset is you have uh, your own individual house that's a growth mindset right so you have your own thing and then you maybe you create a community for all the people to be sitting there kind of i don't know that so that that type of how we uh, leverage or improve ourselves and then how how we take the other uh, group of people who are associated with you or the the ecosystem that is associated with you all along with you so the, as you grow you take those community also as well as you are employees also along with you to grow basically i think one of the uh, curious examples of the growth mindset is uh, elon musk actually yeah. if you look at the problem i think i saw something yesterday so the they are trying to there are there are multiple ways you can set, uh, attack the uh, population growth problem right population growth problem is existent and nobody is going to Uh, it is not going to go away just by wishing it right Correct. so a uh, china is trying to attack it in some way europe is having some other way to do that so europe is doing the other way right i think the the traditional marriage family those things are going away so governmental control in china which does okay let me try to uh, address the problem by not having more than x number of children so there are, there are so there is a, a societal level approach to that and there is a government level approach to that now elon musk says okay the fixed capacity of earth is not sufficient for me let me go put a tent out there in mars see right so if if we cannot solve the problem of population growth let me find another place where we can go sit there basically it's same like the the way we normally go like you live in a joint uh, family you still live in a 
மல்டி ஃபேமிலி செட்டப் மல்டி டெனன்ட் ஆர்கிடெக்சர் ஸோ யூ ஹேவ் மல்டி டெனன்ஸ் இன் த சேம் ஸ்ட்ரக்சர் நவ் யூ மூவ் டு இண்டிவிஜுவல் திங்ஸ் ஸோ நவ் தே ஆல்சோ மூவ் ஃப்ரம் திஸ் பிளேஸ் ஒன் பிளேஸ் டு ஓகே லெட்ஸ் ஃபைன் அனதர் பிளானட் ஃபார் அஸ் ஸோ ஸோ தட்ஸ் அ க்ரோத் மைண்ட் செட் ஸோ த ஃபிக்ஸ் மைண்ட் மைண்ட் செட் இஸ் ட்ரைங் டு சால்வ் த ப்ராப்ளம் வித் அவர் மீன் அண்ட் அ க்ரோத் மைண்ட் செட் இஸ் லெட் பி ஃபைண்ட் அதர் ஆப்ஷன்ஸ் டு சால்வ் த ப்ராப்ளம் ஸோ தட் இஸ் வென் யூஆர் நேச்சுரலி இன்ட்ரூட் ஓகே வாட் இஸ் அவுட் தேர் இன் மார்ஸ் is there is it a livable uh, habitable place so these are these are outcomes of uh, growth mindset but if you try to solve the problem within the ecosystem like china or uh, you know uh, europe is not trying to actually solve the problem i think they are trying to uh, in some means it is happening that way uh, because of the the cultural breakage from normal uh, traditional married life i think so they are going and yeah. it's very interesting where you are saying from a fixed to grow, growth you are able to relate it to elon musk <laughs> and the overall societal mac- macro population issue because, because <laughs> like if you have an ideal mind you only think like this <laughs> inside so, the box so essentially you create a uh, create a thinking only if you find time for yourself to think all these problems are related to what is happening around you to the common problems you see okay if elon musk is doing something why is he doing so elon musk may or may not know why he is doing that maybe he has achievers mindset of i need to go there kind of thing uh, 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 before uh, yeah, you started this firm right hmm. uh, you were working for cognizant and had were part of various leadership roles right so one of the bigger things right in as being software and the two such large enterprises right mm. uh, it's always challenge to get a get your own voice heard and also ensure that your your ambitions are also met so you were talking about how you are building your team and how do you ensure that you are you are continuing to grow oneself thoughts or stories that you want to share with our listeners there yeah so the the i think this uh, the way um, when we joined the industry to where it is right now i think i i don't normally fit in a corporate environment today so i will say that uh, for sure so when we started the demand is less because you have to find projects I, but i think we need to get quality people because we have to execute it so that was a different set of problem at that point now the demand is huge and supply is very less so uh, so the the problem at that point and at this point cannot be compared okay and the industry also moved on from okay so when 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 mainframes were there, there so there are okay corporates have a single machine or something like that and then bill gates comes to a growth mindset okay i will i'll give one computer at home basically for every family in america that's the goal which comes okay and dell comes and says i will do the supply of that one right okay. <laughs> so these guys have moved from hey i have a, a, a now we have moved back to a cloud where i think everything gets centralized so yeah centralized uh, um, delivery of even the uh, infrastructure to now a different set of paradigm shift in the way but i think the in principle the okay aggregation and consolidation at the, at a cloud level is something which happens basically right now but how do we meet the individual needs also at that point in time so there's a cloud that is a group of machines but still i will call my machine as my machine so it's like a apartment complex or something like that so the, the 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 it's the same with so when the car was there so when the when the car industry the automobile industry was picking up at the time so there were um, i think people rich people having one car or something like that. and then uh, ford comes up and says bus i'll have a, a model t in everybody's house see the, the, the interestingly you brought up the uh, growth mindset 
the growth mindset embedded in american uh, culture is what i am thinking it's not a, a adulation of american culture but i think this one is something like okay we will do it big bigger is better okay uh, uh, a mcdonalds okay put 5000 mcdonalds chain uh, or starbucks put 500 yeah. out um uh, ambitiousness no yeah but, but i think, think it's more of a, more of democratize whatever you do basically reach out to all the people so that and uh, there is a growth associated with that but that's i think it's part of it you can't do the business we don't have money i can't do the business right so i think we can live with that part of it i don't think i think see the one of the uh, challenging part is we have always been conservative and frugal uh, even with the curious mindset in india the conservative and frugal things are the ones which makes us not grow at the level but i think if you look at reliance i am so somebody challenges them he says like what that is it's a domination of yatel and vodafone out there okay i am going to put up a phone where everybody gets a phone or the service at the cheapest rate and india is one of the cheapest android providers in the world whole of world right now so jio comes up with that thing and says and now no they if you if you are not there in the race you are out of the race and you are dead so we are we are also changing right now at least the modern times that maybe the situation is driving us we are not no more a local economy it's a global economy so all these things are driving us to even adopt the the growth mindset right now so we are doing that as a part of that right now how do you relate yourself right as you can see right we have been as styled of uh, in the 90s right i also start, joined the workforce in 90s we have seen the whole industry software industry evolve and we have been part of in multiple leadership positions and seen the evolution of it so how 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 has that affected you as a person or what has what has been some of your learnings or challenges that you can think of yeah so uh, very very interesting question you have larger problems where you need larger teams to solve but the innovation portion becomes very less as you have a smaller problem Uh, and small set of people the innovation portion increases but the impact may be very huge so for example if you look at example of uh, google right it was supposed to be a search engine meaning they at that point in time how do you know so there are a lot of people who are putting a website all over the place in the world so let me try to solve the problem of how to get my information from this uh, um, well this set of uh, so much information available but now look at what is google google is not do that is only one part of maybe 2% of their business maybe i'm not talking about the uh, the volume of business or the amount of business they do i think but their business has expanded from that one small problem solving to they have uh, i think coming out with something called okay let me let me make smartphones Uh, okay apple is coming out with uh, for elitist uh, uh, captive audience so i am coming out with the democratic audience so there's a it's like a conservative put up an environment or a, or a operating system that goes and hits everyone in the house basically now uh, 2010 or 2011 i think they introduced uh, apple iphone at the point right 11 i think or 10 or 11 so now if you look at look back and see that i think now you will say that there's no one out there without a phone right now right everybody has the smartphone right now and democratizing that services is uh, has happened basically um so uh, so if 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 we have not adopted at least so so if you have the basis of uh, this thing so from 90s to now this these things have happened over a period of time like that so if you look back and say what has got eliminated the xerox machines got eliminated the pcos we call the phone uh, public telephone booths got eliminated 
and now the cinema theaters have got eliminated entertainment industry industry has gone through a revamp of all stuff and the and the publication industry has gone through a, a revamp and the individuals uh, contributing becoming their own running their own channels and communicating to their set of audiences these are all something which which were in the imaginary uh, sphere at that point we wanted to do but we don't know now the tools technology has evolved to that extent where i think people are able to express themselves i think we can have a meeting without uh, it's not a cnbc meeting or something like that you get a ceo into a cnbc meeting or a, uh, it is no more like that right i think okay gayatri calls mohan let's have an interview okay we have it and then it can get published all over the world it, it is uh, gayatri and mohan's interesting conversation with very tight customers are not right now so it is our ability to be being there are not right now so that change from somebody pushing down something to people that i think the channels were doing their own their own uh, stories and then they were pushing the narrative of their own now i think everybody it's democratic right now the media channels have changed and the technology has changed so it is a it's a i don't think we can compare what we were doing in 90s to right now it is a different world and society is also completely different we are all metamorphosed into some uh, i think when we saw a, a film called i think alien in that point in time we were thinking that alien is a good movie now the technology area also basically i'm thinking terminator 2 or terminator 3 is probably possible right now there can be someone who can come and do that right now so that is how the technology has evolved from where we were to right now it's very i think uh, we should probably appreciate ourselves that we have not lost the race yet maybe we will lose the race if we see the uh, once you st- stop that i think we i come back to your curiosity question if you come back to the original question of curiosity if you don't have that i think we will get outdated in this uh, the, the fast paced technology driven world i think that is the key to keeping yourself glued to what is happening around you is curiosity to know what is happening around you. otherwise i think we will uh, uh, so it, it is it is very possible tomorrow i can say i am done with this plan and let uh, technology go its for uh, society go its way i can just retire but the retirement is now not there with your capabilities right now so i even if you don't want to receive the information your smartphone gives you the information and we are so much used to finding okay what time my mtc bus comes here i am using my smartphone to find out perimbaka it comes in 2 minutes i can take my cycle and go there park it and go there basically so uh, that's how it has changed the whole thing of hey there is a horn coming at 5 kilometers away i think the 11 o'clock bus is coming is what we were used to right exactly hey, uh, if you are living in a village right i think it is 11 o'clock the time is 11 o'clock we used to find the time by hearing a honk which was like 5 kilometers away when you are living in a small city or village now the whole thing is completely different the way the life has changed and every aspect of life has changed differently and uh, yeah. we have to adapt you are you adapt or you die, die. Um, performer perish culture of the corporate has seeped into my personal life also <laughs> that is the hardest thing right see with the many times right when i when i'm often uh, stuck with a decision saying that do i do this there are too many options in front hmm. of me earlier uh, we used to have this problem of you know you don't have too many options you just say okay this is the only option and just keep working hard and harder now be it you know choices that you have in your personal life as well as in professional life when we have to choose an enterprise product let's say for a product management uh, aspect or even at a, for a middle tier of software we have to do just too many options and 
everything is right in in some sense so it's ability to adapt and keep trying and say okay if things are not working pivot and try something else i think that sort of a mindset is is what at least personally i have imbibed in myself because earlier i used to think you know five years plan six years plans okay what is the next what is next now it's no longer it's like instant processing <laughs> it's no longer st- straight through processing right you have to do instant processing and uh, do it for today and then go to the next one and then process it as and when situation warrants yeah, it yeah uh, it stresses you out if you are fixed then there's no stress right now we have to evaluate options every for every decision meaning whether i want to eat here i have 100 Dine so whether I whether it is Swiggy or Zomato. Okay, in Swiggy I need to go where I hundred <laughs> different veg or non-veg. Okay, pizza like okay. I don't know. There is uh, uh, the 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 availability of technology has made your society and culture completely uh, driven by the technology right now. I don't know whether it is positive change or negative change, but it is there. So you, you have to just have to live with. Very uh, interesting. I think even choosing a software. people are traditionally going back with okay the product as product features tick marks all those things previously right now i think uh, it's a table stake right if, if you are not a, if you don't have this you are not there in the market at all right now so every product is standardized to a large extent right now so it is not a, it is not a question of products now it has moved to one level how the product talks to other surrounding ecosystem okay whether your hms can talk to a crm or a sap or something intuitively not that i have to code everything there i just go define something there it should automatically talk i think it will all boil down into more of a, i have pre built tools i orchestrate them that's how probably if you look at the the sparks and kafkas of the world i think there are pre built frameworks that are coming up on the the and it is just that do relate to what is that they are offering and is the is my problem solved by that or not so your awareness should be limited to hey this is my problem what this a uh, tool in the uh, a technology tool in the open source world or the cloud that is offering and the the people uh, who can match this faster the matchmakers of the right tool for a tool and technology for a uh, known business problem are the ones who will thrive as the yeah. other way around they will thrive i think i was uh, talking to someone yesterday he was so he was telling me that matchmakers of the world are the ones who know about the scopes of the tools out there in the open source Very uh, nice and they <laughs> <laughs> matchmakers so they... in fact one of the things that you know i was thinking is uh, earlier we used to let's say this erp systems we used to do a lot of configuration and there was there was a uh, very well suited uh, consultants who will come say okay this is how to configure we used to have months of discovery now the same needs right now are being well met using no code and uh, just like how you're talking about serverless you're talking about no code to ensure that all the configuration is done the configurability and the extendability that some of the software is able to offer and uh, what you said very clearly right that ecosystem is this actually able to talk to multiple payment systems or multiple um, insurance uh, yeah, domain or everybody are you able to make that as a hub while you retain your core offering so the core I offering mean, cannot be your selling point at all that's a stable state how you wire it to the other systems out there and how you are uh, technologically advanced in even i think uh, now the industry has moved away from interoperability and ability to integrate with other systems i think it will move to can it intelligently make those integrations on its own kind of so the aas and bas of the world will automatically uh, drive it to where they will do their own okay 
I think this customer has, uh, if I am able to say, okay, this customer has, this is the suit of, uh, uh, I have a tool that will say what are the tools he is using or the products and platforms he is using. Then I make my, okay, for this set of tools and platforms that other guy is using, I need this type of connections for him to work. So if something can be suggested in that way, I think those are those will be the evolution of the technology going forward, basically. So it is not that I have a, well, a product which will do my business. No, that is going to go away. So you have a company, I have a company, and I have, let's say I have a hospital, and let's say you are an insurance provider. So the, our business touch points are I, I submit like claims, and you have exclusions, inclusions, I have, yeah. so you have a limit on the procedures and other stuff. So if this can be ported from your system to my system without even talking to each other, that is the utopian world, but that is not utopian anymore. I think this will happen actually. So the, the providers and payers will be uh, seamlessly interlinked based on the type of products you have. And that type of intelligent ecosystem will evolve within next uh, five to 10 years. We will see something like that going forward. The guys who are on the gaga over about their AWS capabilities or the cloud capabilities or Azure capabilities will be uh, shortchanged by uh, the intelligent systems making their rotations to uh, suggest or connect automatically based on some authentications, right? I go give a, a, a connect with uh, Star Health from Cauvery Hospital. If I say that, right? Okay. It will it will find out uh, it will find out mechanism too. So my new customer is Star Health. I think there will be some kind of what they use and what they use and what mechanism they provide. And they, if it is all standardized to a large extent, I think that's it. The spark will orchestrate on its own. It's an auto spark. <laughs> So that will happen. Yeah. That is that is what is going to happen as an industry. It will be a cultural shock for us again because the growth from the last 20 years, from 90s to 2020, this 30 years has shifted very much. This 2020 to 2030 will, will shift it completely differently. 90s will be completely outdated. If you are 40, you are out of the race. If you are 30, you may be in the race. Unless you are, you keep yourself young with your mindset and you, if you are 20 in your mindset, you will survive or you will be, you will not be part of this knowledge evolution. Very well put, uh, Mohan. Uh, in, fact, uh, in fact, one of the questions that I was going to ask you was, how do you see the technology going in? I think you already answered in terms of having that. No, that is, that, is, that is bound thing. to happen. That is today, it's happening. Yeah, because you I know, yeah, yeah. So, you go type uh, uh, if Gayatri's mail comes, uh, she is asking, It can be meet tomorrow. I go start my uh, mail. Uh, Gayatri, I think we can meet at 11 o'clock. Is being suggested by Google. <laughs> oh my god! So, the I intelligent system go. has, yeah, yeah, the text prompts are already uh, at a level where. I think they have solved the text problem right now. So they will solve the integration problems as they move. So the domination by the uh, AI will automatically, it's not artificial intelligence, it will be intelligence and we will be artificial going forward. So man is trying to be, live within their intelligence by being artificial. And if they don't adapt to the intelligence out there in the ecosystem, they will become artificial intelligence and the machines will become intelligent. Basically. Oh, oh my goodness. So, and that's <laughs> oh, bound to happen. Awesome, Mohan. I think that uh, man will become artificial and the and the machines will become more intelligent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's what I'm saying. And the ecosystems, if, if, if a system, hey, what are my ecosystems? What type of products are out there? It's all there in the Google. So it will just say, and if it's all documented in some form in Google, these are the APIs offered by that. And these are the connections for that one. If somebody documents all these things in the world, 
automatically this is this is not a problem this is a community problem like the way they solve the map problem this is a community problem right this will be solved by the community actually it is not by individuals will be solving so the we, now we have shifted from individual programmers to a community data problems basically so the community data problem solution will come from the community itself and because that is where the individuals are motivated to contribute let me contribute to the community is going to be more technology and the documentation inputs and other stuffs in the community right so if, I, if someone can say okay sap offers this uh, let's say like 50 adopters for doing some all payment transaction payment related let's say like all the finance sap finances only 50 integration touch points and i am a sap user let's say like uh, and i have a ecosystem running my business and i am going to use sap finance automatically it, it it can create because it is already solved problem right now everybody is going and coding let me talk to this kind of vba get the data but uh, as long as you have a tight authentication part out there why can why do we have to everybody has to write i am a sap program is a useless term in the world right you, it's already solved the problem and we are going to solve the same problem again and again it's like i am going to school my son goes to school my daughter goes to school everybody goes through the fifth standard again and again and again but if ever we are all standing on top of right i think uh, newton's mechanics has been overwritten by the euclidean geometry or something like that so the the, the education system will go a bigger ramp revamp i think no more this uh, context will be gone right so if i go type akbar it say some crap in the um, and i can take that information and move forward right so that historical information has no value to be in the uh, technology journey we are all in right so the, the the education system will also go through a bigger revamp so the food industry has gone through a revamp our social life has gone through a revamp because of without without covid it has accelerated the the technology accelerated our life into i think we can all live with ourselves peacefully now we don't need to have a party to have we may like the party but i think you can live without a party that's the gist of the message right oh we can live without yep. so you can interact you don't need to interact you can live with or without so that is set in already when people when people had the need talk to people at some point in time now we don't need to have a need to people or if you want to talk okay just call you have I, really call. i i think if i have to go meet gayatri uh, i had to travel 10 15 kilometers one hour of time now uh, i click of a button i think gayatri is in touch so if you look at those things i think i brought up alien i brought up terminator i saw all these things actually but they <laughs> all are all they are all happening are linked <laughs> all are happening right now so you see like, there's a pegasus scandal or something it's all happening out there so you just need to see your uh, social happenings around you you can see that you can relate back to your uh, if you movies of 90s yes if you movies are right they are all happening right now maybe directors were futuristic at that point and uh, now they are the directors should be uh, in present right now basically but the culture and the and our own things our own behaviors are not changing with the technology but it are they are getting influenced we will we will see a man plus also at some point in time maybe i think it should be i should be gender wise you know i should say it will be human plus probably so human <laughs> Mohan, uh, I know I, this has been a very interesting conversation. I can imagine a lot more questions to be asking you. But in the interest of time, any any thoughts you want to give? We spoke about uh, AI. We spoke about you know being data aware. I mean, we talked about curiousness, building it. Anything else you want to uh, give our listeners as a tip? so that they can build on top of it so it is very simple i think we have to be in tune with what is happening around us uh, both technology wise social wise uh, because like the 
the kids of the world today are not the kids of the world of 90s so I, my culture my brought up is not relevant for today so i should adapt to what is being asked for what is so so we have to as a society we should tune to what is happening around us basically and uh, technology wise we should get adapt at what is out there in the market don't get stuck into your own uh, i know this it was uh, there like that i have done, i have been there done that is no more there you've been there but somebody else is doing it differently right so are you in tune with somebody else doing it differently so been there done that mindset should go away been there done that will root you to something and help you anchor yourself to uh, something but that cannot be a driving force for your ability to drive a changes or drive businesses or and as a as a from my industry perspective i think there is a lot of catching up to do i think the the industry itself has to leverage itself to a lot and there are so there is a, i was telling in in 90s there's going to be a digital divide at that point in time meaning there is i was only talking about the i was only talking about the divide between uh, um who knows computer and who doesn't know computer at that point in time but oh. now the digital divide has uh, uh, has percolated into all dimensions of life, whether technology divide or the societal divide or something like that so everywhere cultural divide so the technology has pervaded into seamlessly into every one of those things right so we have to upgrade ourselves keep in tune with the uh, the advancements out there and be aware that what uh, how the uh, the Uh, the people brought up in this environmental behaving and understand from them how they have adapted the peer pressures and stresses we used to have in in 90s and the peer pressures and stresses the current kids have are completely different so they should become more of a appreciating themselves than comparing so the comparing mode should go away and as uh, uh, coming back to your uh, uh, growth mindset uh, it should be appreciating yourself is the way for growth mindset comparing yourself is not a growth mindset it's a fixed mindset where you wrote that i think uh, when you are going with cycling and two people were cycling or something like that one reached a faster one but it doesn't matter right for the cyclist if he is if he is comparing with that other cyclist only he will know that or she will know that hey, i am in race with him if you are enjoying your cycling it doesn't matter doesn't at all matter. right so i think yeah. i saw somewhere you wrote in a blog as i yeah, yeah. i wrote I it think, long back about it yeah. i think when you are you wrote it long back it's a it's a see you wrote something which stuck in my mind for such a long time it comes back in the conversation because of the fact that it made a powerful yeah. impact on hey why are we why are we in a race at all there's no race i think so appreciating yourself is the way for 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 the uh, growth mindset you set up your own goals you set and use the technology tools right uh, find the right uh, set of people who can help you achieve that goal and right mindset for that and right people uh, and right technology and awareness of what is happening around you will make you complete uh, anybody can be a now the entrepreneurship culture is setting up in india so i am a late entrepreneur i just left a corporate actually i did it was very interesting point i left corporate i was taking a sabbatical I think we talked okay. about that. I was in sabbatical for a couple of years. I didn't do anything. I actually, but unfortunately, at that point, unfortunately, probably I don't know. Uh, what I did was I I was a pro bono consulting for one of my friends at that time. Uh, it's a large uh, retail chain out there. So I they wanted to implement Dynamics uh, 360 for their uh, retail business. 
So I told, okay, I will try, probably try to cancel. But I think it became so involving because they they had they were in a remote place and their talent was not there and they were very conservative in terms of believing that there are technologies out there basically so that's a mindset right so they want to have technology but i think uh, they have there because they have not handled those people out there uh, the technology people so they think that they are charging more or something like that they swindle or some then they had a bad experience where they hired someone they didn't deliver so all those type of things also we have to fight and the what people you have basically is like uh, 12th grade and less is the uh, and they have never seen a computer in their life probably so you have to adapt them to a global erp out there so <laughs> the the uh, the service industry mindset which I carried could not execute that project. So I have to change my mindset, how to get uh, some things done with what they have in hand at that point in time. So I have to completely rewrite myself to get that done, basically. It took a little bit, six months more than what I have anticipated myself. I had been in a yeah, cognizant type of environment where your resources are uh, immense. There's no limit to your resources, both in technology as well as in people. But in a place where you are constrained by the other factors where you don't have the luxury of a corporate, so you rewrite yourself completely to how to get things done. So your mindset changes and the mindset changes will automatically carry forward to and then, then my friend told me, then, hey, can we do this business together? And he told me that you should run this business for me. Then I thought, okay, let me do that basically. So it gave another another dimension to overall way um, I, I looked at it. So that's maybe I will be. Well, I'm so, looking forward to that, your next. So uh, I, I think uh, it's a great opportunity. I'm really uh, impressed with the way I think 150 interviews is not a small thing out there. It's a, it's a milestone, I think. And I'm happy that you invited me also because I'm not a big shot out there. So, I'm a, <laughs> so normal normal people doing normal things are also getting talked about nowadays as, as a big thing, it seems. <laughs> so part of the cultural change we are going through, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like uh, talking to you, Gayatri. Thank you so much. And it has been a very interesting conversation, Mohan. And I really appreciate mm. your time. Thank you so much for uh, appearing in two, two, two things also I'll bring up. I think uh, I not. It's not about the count of 150 interviews. I think you getting a peek into 150 individuals' uh, thought process, right? That gives a different dimension to the way you listen, the way you observe, and the way you accelerate your knowledge base. Also, I think everyone will be have a different perspective. Everyone will come with their own view of things. I think it will be an enormous journey for you also if you are doing that uh, for such a long time and. Uh, uh, having a, a user base for listening to that, I think it's it's a fantastic thing. I think I really appreciate uh, because this, this, uh, in the changed world, how do we get the growth mindset done? Basically, we have already been there and done that right now. Even though I want to get it of being there, done that, uh, I think in the new world also, you have been there and done that. Appreciate your focus and getting this uh, going. Uh, thank you so much for your kind words, Mohan. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We thank Siddharth for the music and Anita for promoting the software people's stories. If you like this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast client and spread the word in your network. If you'd like to share your story, contact us at podcasts at pm-powerconsulting.com.